Taco Brothers Podcast. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk, Talk, Talk of Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, Gody and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Goldie. And welcome, welcome you guys to another episode of Talking Brothers Podcast. In absence of my boy, Smash, had some things to take care of today. I got my boy, BTG, in the house. What's going on, dog? What up, what up, what up? Anything special rocking out on the, on the left coast? Oh, the Blankers play tomorrow. You know what it is. <laughs> the Dodgers won. <laughs> so, you, so you feeling good over there, huh? Well, you know, a little bit, a little bit, because, you know, we still got Gruden over here and we still got Chip Kelly over here. And you put both of them together, we still got a losing record. But see, and we talked about that and I talked to you about that before. And you was talking about how can you my distaste for Gruden? And I was always like, you're smoking mirrors. He's not, you know, he's always been in a good situation and he capitalized off that good situation. So I just don't understand what is he doing? Why is he trying to trade everything? Now he's got Cooper he want to trade. It's just, is he that much, is he that headstrong where he just has to have it his way completely? Uh, he probably is, you know, because, you know, remember when he was first there, uh, he he actually brought us back and he, and he created that good situation that we had in Oakland the first time around. So for him to leave, the way he left, you know what I'm saying? He didn't like it. Right. And so, and so for us to come back begging and actually been begging him for years to offer him that type of contract, uh, the length of the contract, the money, and the ownership, oh, yeah, he's stomping his feet. Now, I will say this. I'm still on record as saying I still got to give him a year, you know, uh, and see what he does with these draft picks coming up. Amari, I can, I can totally understand that, although I feel like he's a player that can get better I'm talking about this is a slow blossom you know what I'm saying he's a receiver man receivers all usually take three to four years to blossom I mean he's he's a he's a he was a great college player but they still have to make that transition it's not many can you name me three wide receivers that's just jumped on the scene that was just like explosive versus three running backs in, Julio Jones. Okay, that's that one. The, that, that came from the yeah, same he's university. A, he's a phenomenal. Like he's like a once in a generation type wide receiver. Okay, what about Calvin Ridley? Ridley is doing his thing because of because of Julio Jones. He's catching pass because of Julio Jones. But we're talking about would you take a Ridley? You think the Ridley and Ridley? You think his production would be the same if he was in the same predicament as Cooper? Without are you saying? Are you saying if Cooper if if Cooper is here and, and Calvin really is on the other side? No, if Coop if Cooper is, is is the Raiders' number one receiver, if Ridley was the the Atlanta Hawks, I mean Atlanta Falcons' number one receiver, I think I would think the same. You get the same type of production. Oh, between him and uh, Amari Ridley. Cooper, right? Right, you get well, the same I, type of production. I, I, well, what we've already seen is Calvin really doesn't drop as many passes as Amari Cooper does. I agree with that. I agree with that. But two different, two different type of receivers. Don't get me wrong. Uh, 
Amari uh, Cooper is a bigger receiver and, and, and really got a little bit more speed to him and he's not dropping the rock. Exactly. Same yeah. university. Yeah, but it's, but you gotta, mm, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would trade, or, um, I wouldn't trade Cooper for nothing in the world. I would keep him and build around him because you gotta have that three that three-headed monster. You got a good quarterback. You you got to receive. You just need to put Whoa, work in. We got we got a lot to talk about. I didn't think we were gonna talk about my Raiders this much, but I don't <laughs> I don't know. I like Carr. I like Carr, and he has been he has been one of the most. I, and I can't even use the word consistent anymore because ever since he got hurt, his his progression has has went you know has come down a bit. You want to know why? The Gruden effect. Nah, he don't be he, Gruden, wasn't, Gruden wasn't there last year. But he did well. Did well but he got hurt. He did not, but he didn't play well after he came back. Uh, There's no excuse. Uh, all right, well. It was a leg injury. Okay. If if you breathe, he's throwing it out of the stadium. <laughs> he's turning to the real car, right? The the one thing that the one thing that upsets me is it, it seems like he doesn't have the desire. Or the hunger to extend the damn play. So it's the, like it's as soon as he gets out of the pocket because our line is pretty bad this year. So he got to make moves on his feet. It's just like the whole Eli Manning thing. We know their offensive line is trash, but he's not a mobile quarterback. Carr is actually a mobile quarterback. He's not as fast as the other mobile quarterbacks, but he can get and he has shown prior to his injury, that when he does get out of the pocket, he can go pick up five or six or seven yards or whatever. He's not even doing that anymore. So why is, he, why is he why is he progressively getting worse than getting better if Gruden is such a quarterback whisperer? Since he's supposed to be able to get the most out of his quarterbacks. Well, for one, I've seen some of the draft picks. We did get a, we did pick up a good offensive lineman or whatever. And that was one of, that was one of Gruden's good picks. Uh, we also lost our Pro Bowl lineman. So we got two rookies starting on the line, and it's not working out at all. It's not working out at all, and they're not. it's not holding up for him. Carr, is, that injury took a lot out of him mentally. And so when that, when that pocket collapsed, he's looking to throw away the ball so he doesn't get hit at all. He's not trying to extend the play. That's the thing. With that line not being as strong as it is, he got to improvise. He's not doing that. So basically what you're saying is the Raiders and UCLA in the same predicament. They just don't have the talent to compete right now. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, neither one. Neither one. And <laughs> and as far as as far as Chip Kelly, as far as Chip, uh, Chip Kelly, we already know college football is a whole totally different type of animal. Right. You know what I'm saying? He could, he could flip on a light switch next year with a great recruiting class but yeah i would say i think about 75 85 percent of our roster is freshmen and sophomores so we got some young pups and those are not even his guys so that's why i said i gotta give him let's at least give him a year to see some progression have they won a game yet? Because I stopped watching. Have they won a we game be, yet? We beat Cal. <laughs> we beat Cal. <laughs> we beat Cal, and then the Raiders beat the Browns in a goddamn thriller. So, will the rivalry game end up the same way? USC? Yeah. Yeah. I hope I hope they beat up enough so we could. <laughs> you know what? And if we do beat USC, that really extends his time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, that's why I brought it up. Does he get a chance to... 
to redeem himself in the, the you know the heated rivalry game because I think uh, if he win that game, the alum will real really love him. I mean, always, but but you know what? They already love him because of what he's done in the past with Oregon. So they're going to give him his his, his leash is a little bit longer than than these other coaches. They got to give him time. They know that. Okay, but so did you give me your take on this this Kansas recruit allegations with uh, Zion Williamson? Do you think uh, you think Duke cut the check? Uh, yeah, they definitely could. This is the thing, boy. I can't stand Coach K. I really can't because, I, for one, I think he strategically does everything the right way. It's the wrong thing, technically, by NCAA standards, but he does it the right way. And you know what? For some reason, I think the NCAA knows what they need Duke to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like I, like North Carolina. North Carolina had that that huge all those sanctions on them, and all of a sudden, the NCAA comes back and says, uh, "Nothing to see here, moving on." And it was blatant, it was blatant academic fraud going on, and, and it was no sanctions given. So, bro, they 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 made a class up. How you do that? Right, but it's no problem. <laughs> But you know those are the those are the uh, those are the money makers though. Uh, yeah. Do I think do I think they paid? Yeah, they paid that boy. Of course they did. Could you think about it if his dad was sitting around here and they got wiretaps of this stuff where his dad is saying um, he's asking for yeah I know what he's asking for he's asking for cash he's asking for a job and he's asking for houses for his family. So you like you were telling me earlier you think he went to. To Duke for free? I don't think so either. Come on, he's not going to Duke for free. And you know what? I've never been mad at. I'm not mad at anybody Nobody. That's, that's taking money. I'm I'm not mad at that. What I'm mad at what I'm mad at is that they don't never catch the people that 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 actually benefit from it the most. I think Duke in North Carolina, uh, um, all these top, all these the Yukons, all these cats—they've been doing it for years. Right. I'm talking about for years, and they get away with it. Um, yeah, they paid that boy. They paid him for sure. How much we don't know, and we, we probably won't know until he gets to the league. Well, yeah, I mean he's gonna somebody, some pot, somebody in that chain is going to get pissed off. You know, when he gets to the league, the same way it happened with Reggie Bush, everything was quiet and kosher, but as soon as he hit the league and the promise is never, uh, never were paid up, then, you know, the news just start flying. So I, I, I'm with that. I think he'll, by the time he turned pro, which is, which would be this fault with, which would be this spring, um, it all come out. It all, it rears ugly head, but they got wiretaps and some conversations, man. You talking about, even my beloved Tigers are on the on the hook with Wade and uh, some other schools as well with with these violations, man. It's it's kind of scary for Kansas. It's kind of scary. Well, well, you know, um, I think the only person wait, y'all had Ben Simmons at one point too. Yeah, we had Ben Simmons, but that but he only came because of his <laughs> his uncle. His godfather was actually on the staff. So I know how that he got there. I mean, right. Come on. Ben Simmons didn't go to class. He didn't do none of that kind of stuff, man. He was just there to bide his time. And we all knew, man. Oh, we he said knew. that. He yeah. came out. And said, That's why I respect him so much. Yeah. It, it wasn't about college basketball. I mean, he's from Australia. He didn't. 
their, their, their grooming system is totally different from my grooming system. So he also had money already. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he had he had he had money. Not, not not to say that he that his family was over there swimming in money, but his dad played in the pros, yeah. uh, overseas and stuff like that. So they had money. The one thing about paying these cats is this is two. This is all. It's only two ways that, that is going to go wrong. Somebody didn't get paid, or you or that that particular player made a promise and didn't. You know that's what's going to happen. That's yeah, so I, I I wouldn't believe I, I mean I, I believe that this information was leaked by Kansas. Oh yeah, because it's because it's big at this point in time, Kansas have has nothing to lose at this point. You, you know what I'm saying? They have nothing to lose. I mean, just like Arizona with Aiden, somebody dropped a dime and said he was he would they had but they have it on wiretap, so that he was getting paid fifteen thousand dollars in attempt to set up Aiden's mother with a job and, and permanent housing. Uh, Come on, man! These cats got these cats got to stop using the phone, Goldie. Man, stop, man! Like, tech, <laughs> do they not realize that technology advances every freaking day? Every day, bro. I mean, you. I mean, but this has have to be something that you say. It's gonna be a paper trail, regardless. Whether you tell me get on a plane and meet me in X Y Z place, I mean, you'd actually have to get in the family car, drive across country, you know, for it not to be a paper trail. You paying paying cash all the way there and back. You but know. you know what? You want to know the cool thing about it? This is why I say Coach K is so smart because because think about the alumni that has come through Duke. Right. They are already a part of the system. So all you got to do is send a Grant Hill over there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even but even those, and it's not going to be when it, when the situation happens, it's never you, you never really hear the implication of a of a athletic alum, somebody who played in the system to actually turn state but it's usually somebody within that chain that was promised something and then when the promises don't come to fruition then they drop a dime that's what a, that's where the problem start to come into play at yep just like they're saying kansas failed so here's arizona dropping a dime on 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 arizona here's kansas dropping a dime on arizona about andre Aiden. same thing's yep. gonna happen with williams but i think coach k is smart enough to you know, he probably did a blue chip. Uh, we need him, but I don't want to know anything about it. How you get it done? But we definitely need him. You know. Oh now. yeah, of course. And everything, everything will go down, and it won't. It will not connect to Coach K at all. At all, none. None will come. And but, it probably won't even go. It probably won't even get close to his, his assistants. Right. So he would be questioned about them. But we just need to. I mean, at the end of the day, you just need to just drop this this amateurism tag. And let these kids get paid, however they, can, you know, whatever their worth is, allow them to get their worth. You know, well, it's a, well, it's about to change because they about the NBA is about to start allowing a cat to come out of high school again. So the NCAA, NCAA about to take a hit. Yeah, but I, I'll, I'll believe that structure when I see it. Will a kid, will a kid who can go play for Kansas? or Duke or North Carolina or UConn or a major basketball school that can command getting $200,000 in their pocket or $100,000 in their pocket and and fly around the country on a plane or do they really want that what is it 50,000 and want to ride on a bus for a whole oh, year yeah. hey they can go get 100,000 right now and go play overseas exactly so that's why I'm, that's why exactly that's why I'm saying the structure what the NBA is doing, it really, it's really not, 
It's not appealing to these kids. Now, the only way that's going to be appealing is I always revert back to baseball. You got to give these kids some mega signing bonuses. Now, if you give them mega signing bonuses, then the actual yearly salary is not going to matter because basketball. No, but but now but now you you hurt the uh, you hurt the smaller market teams then. Uh, now you bring now you bring it back now you bring it back the Los Angeles Lakers now you bring it back the Boston maybe the Knicks whoever got the highest payroll is going to be Boston Red Sox and, and well, the New York Yankees all over again. The logistics of the logistics of putting the caps in place and all that kind of stuff. But to me, the only way it would be attractive for them to come in and say, I'd rather go play for Kansas or someone and get this under the table money and ride on a plane everywhere I'm going and lap a luxury or go overseas and make that make that that kind of money is to see it is a signing bonus that's the only way you can make it happen but I mean they'll put some kind of structure in place to where it's slotted 1 through 15 or whatever the case may be and then who's going to be allocated to are they going to have a one year draft versus another draft how is that going to play out um, I don't know. So it's it's a lot that he's saying that they're going to do and that they want to do, but the logistics of how this is going to play out is definitely not rearing its ugly head as of yet because right. a kid that's there for three years, that's been in three years, he's getting drafted. He's automatically going to the getting a shot at the NBA versus the one-year kid. You're saying they're allowed to get in the NBA. If they're good enough, they're allowed to go to the big team or they have to go to the minors like they do in baseball. And that's another thing. I'm glad you brought up baseball. Well, baseball is different because uh, most most of the uh, the good cats get drafted out of high school, right? Uh, but but when you talk about football, how are you gonna do that with football? I don't care. About, it, I mean, football. I don't really. I mean, I'm I'm speaking of of basketball and baseball. Football is too physical of a of a sport to allow an 18 year old kid to go play against a 29 year old mature man or 28 year old. But that but man. that will make their mark. That that will make their argument much better because because they're 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 uh they're basically forced to play multiple years. And a higher risk of injury. So and I, but I more. think that they need to get paid on some type of on a on a collegiate level. There need to be they need to get paid on that level. See, football is totally different. I'm, I'm totally I'm with I'm with the fact that kids should should stay in college and play amongst their peers until for three years. I'm a, I'm I'm with that. But I'm also against them not getting paid. So whatever kind of structure that you want to make for that, that's fine. They need to go to college for three years just so their bodies can mature. Now, if you do have that athlete, you know, somebody like six somebody like Leonard Fournette, who was like physically mature enough to actually make that jump, possibly make that jump. But even now, look at him. He can't stay on the field. He's 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 hurt a lot. You know, so well, y'all, y'all, y'all ran him down. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we, we, we ran him. <laughs> What's the play, coach? For that left, for that right, for that up the middle. <laughs> yeah, we, we did an Alabama on him. We definitely did that. I can't lie. But when you got a talent like that, man, you got to get the most out of it that you can. Yeah, because they got that university got to get paid. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to show they got. They got paid big time. So, but we kind of veered off the actual topic at hand of, of it will coach K get away with it. Now, of course we are. I think we both agree that he'll get away with it. Yeah. He, he gonna get away with it. <laughs> 
so flipping over to to some some non-sports topic but i definitely want to get back and get your take on the the top 25 but we'll get to that after so so the internet is exploding on this pillow talk issue that uh-huh. man and this pillow talking where do you stand and what is your thoughts on this on this pillow talk issue because these women are going crazy over this yeah they acting like <laughs> they act like it's a new disease or something like that right we always we've been pillow talking it just depends on what you pillow talking about you know what I'm saying? and who you pillow talking to with, i pillow talk yeah. with my wife all the time yeah we all guilty of it we all guilty yeah. of it but it depends on who you pillow talking with you know i'm i'm if I'm pillow talking, it's definitely gonna be with my wife. It's not gonna be if I was a single man. It wouldn't be with with the chick next door because all she's trying to do is pick your brain. You know, she's just trying to make idle con. At the time, it's idle conversation, but then it turns out to be headline news. Right, right, right. You know, it, it was a young lady that that uh, asked a question on Twitter regarding the pillow talking, saying, "Well, what's the difference between pillow talking and what y'all talk about in the barbershop?" And I, and I told her, barbershop talk is basically, that's like a, a safe haven. That's like a church for just men only. And we talk about everything. It's not just, I, I, I don't think it's just gossip. It's just things that we talk about amongst men. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. We're talking about sports. We're talking about the hottest women. Um, yep. We're talking about who got the best barbecue. It's it's meaningless banter. It's, I mean, you, you'll get in there sometimes. You'll hear a little politics, a uh, you know, you, you but it, it's never going to be. I can't remember the last time I went to the barbershop and somebody's like, hey, man, let me tell you what me and my wife, wife talked about when we was uh, laying in the bed last night. That conversation right. rarely ever comes up. That's usually some kind of backdoor. Call me when you get off. Call me when you leave the barbershop. I got some some news to tell you, you know, something like that. But I don't really think it's. I th- but do you think this question? Do you think it's more of a man thing that's turning that's that's exposing this or it's more of a women thing that's exposing this i think because i think because we've we created we made it we made the whole gossip thing a negative thing and and we pinned it to women Uh now it's it's now now it's their turn to uh to pin it on us when in fact (laughs) we all gossip we all gossip yeah you know what i'm saying it's just we know that women do it. We, women might do it a little bit more, or women are known for doing it, and we don't broadcast that we sit up there and pillow talk. That's the thing. Exactly. So I, and it's, it's just, it just seems like it's an endless war to sexes on, on who's right and who's wrong. At the end of the day, rule number one is, if you don't want nobody to know, keep the secret to yourself. <laughs> rule number, right. if you got to tell somebody. Let it be a significant other or somebody that you know that you can thoroughly trust because we all are doing it. Nobody's nah. innocent in the situation. We all pillow talking if you got significant others and then some suckers out here pillow talking whoever they lay down with and that that the hence caused a problem. I lie the whole situation with with uh with with Pusher and Drake. That's just yeah. that's the ultimate pillow talk fiasco right there. Well well the thing well the thing is they're they the women want to lump all the guys into one in, into one thing, and that's you'll have some guys that pillow talk, and that's just what they do, and they do a they do a nasty and a filthy job of it. And then it's cats like me that a pillow talk with my wife, but it, it don't leave my house. Right, right. 
and, it, and it's it's crazy because it's because even if I'm looking at I'm listening to Push and I'm listening to Drake and one is playing the victim and and I, I guess Push is telling it like it is, um, but it seems like nobody wants to. Everybody's trying to play the innocent. Like you had to pick up the phone and listen. You had to have the information to know it. It didn't just come out of thin air. So there is talk going around, but nobody wants to admit where the actual talk has come from. It's like everybody's talking around the situation. Push on, on uh, talks on on a podcast talking about playing voicemails and things like that of, of different people talking, and it's just I don't know. We, we are we all sometimes it's just not need not say anything. I should say. Well, I mean, look, it all stems from the battle rap. So Cass is going to try to get whatever ammunition they can get to use against their opponent. Um, it just so happened that the, the pillow talking is, is involved. So, you know, uh, Drake went on and he went on the shot and he played the victim role and <laughs> Pushy came two days later and, and gave his side of the story. Right. And it, it is what it is. So I don't know. I mean, it's listeners jump into the Facebook group. Hit me on 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 Instagram or Twitter. Let me know what your think, what your take is. It is pillow talking a man thing or a woman thing, or it's just general at general. But so get over to this college football a little bit, man. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give you the top twenty five. First of all, give me your top four teams. First of all, who, who do you think right now? to date will make the playoff the college playoffs oh my god do i gotta say that yes do i gotta say one of the teams that i don't want to say yes all right so we got bama up there of course uh we got clemson it's two uh i i definitely hate ohio state um and who else? And, see, uh, and that's the rub. See, right what you're just doing right now, uh, that's what I am. I, I, I'm kind of giving Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson the pass. Because I like, Penn, I like Penn State. But Penn State lost. I mean, they... But I, but I, but if, if I had to put a team in the playoff to compete, I like Penn State. Okay, so let me do this. I mean, because I mean, this teams like Notre Dame, LSU, Michigan... Texas, Georgia, Oklahoma, UCF, which I don't even count, Florida, Oregon, West Virginia, Kentucky, Washington, North Carolina State, Texas A&M, Penn State. And I think that's where it's going to stop. I don't count Iowa, Cincinnati, South Florida, um, Mississippi State. Maybe we'll see how they go with, with when they play LSU this weekend. But I would probably say from Penn State on up, I think in the top 25 with top 18 right now, let me do this to you. So, if I had to, if you had to play head to head right now, Penn State and uh, Penn State versus AM, who you taking? I'm taking Penn State. I'm taking Penn State. I'm not putting no money on it, but I'm taking Penn taking State. Penn State, right. All right. So so Penn State, North Carolina State. Oh shoot. Uh, North Carolina State. I'm gonna go with Penn State. I'm gonna go with Penn State. Penn State versus Washington. Oh man, look, I I usually ride for my Pac-12 guys, but no, Penn State will roll over them. I hate to say it too, because I hate the Big Ten. Oh my God, I hate that conference. 
You didn't bring up Auburn yet. Because they're not in the talk. They're out of the top 25. They're done for. They're cooked. I think Auburn to get Penn State, though. No, nah, but we're talking about trying to get that fourth-ranked team. So I, I'm trying to okay. systematically go through it so that we can get to your – to get to some type of top four. Because, because like I said, one, two, three is set. Now, four through 18 is kind of sketchy because it's anybody's ball game. So uh-huh. you got Penn State and Kentucky. Who you got? I could uh... – I got Penn State over them. I got wow. Penn State over them. So you really high on Penn State like this? I'm re- I'm really high on Penn State. I I am. Penn State, West Virginia. Oh my God! Oh, that's a good one. Oh, 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 I might have to go. I go with West Virginia. See, I thought I think, but yeah, I was high on West Virginia before the season started. All right, so then you got West Virginia versus Oregon. Oh, man. That's an easy that's, take, man. You're taking West Virginia. That's not the same Oregon, I know. Exactly. That To me, it's just like they're they're still finding themselves. But, the, but, see, but see, the thing is, the thing is, I think Penn State is a stronger playoff team than West Virginia. That's what I'm saying. West Virginia might get them in a head-to-head matchup, but in the playoff, I think that's the strongest team in the playoff out of the two. But if you had to take one, you 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 said on wax that you said West Virginia is who you're taking, right? Yeah, West Virginia, I All think right. we'll get them head so up. So yep. West Virginia, Oregon, who you taking? They, you know West Virginia beat Oregon. All right, so you're taking West Virginia. So now you got West, you got West Virginia, Florida. Who you taking? I don't trust Florida. <laughs> I don't trust Florida. West Virginia against Florida. You really think with 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 Florida's defense? Now the offense is shaky with with Felipe Franks. Their running game is pretty decent. Their defense is really solid, and defense win championships. So you really think that that West Virginia would would actually be able to beat Florida? And West Virginia has Florida as quarterback, so I know that's that's a playing factor right there. Right, the, the chance to to play get back. I'm staying with West Virginia. Man, you're a bold soul, bro. You're a bold I also, soul. I also got a like. I got a deep, deep hate for Florida. Oh, me too. Me and you both, but I'm just trying to be biased as I can possibly be. I am. I think West Virginia. I, I got West Virginia over there. So what we will. So what you got? So now we're looking at West Virginia. Now UCF is at ten, so I'm not even counting them. They they haven't played anybody. They don't even deserve to be in the discussion. UCF mm-hmm. fans, if you're pissed off and mad, I'm sorry. Put some top, put some uh, Power Five teams on your schedule, and we'll discuss. It's only, it's only seven fans over there. We ain't tripping <laughs> off of them. So now you got, so now you got West Virginia, Oklahoma. Who you got? Oklahoma. I'm about to say you Oh, Oklahoma smoked them. You know, OU, right? So yeah. now you got OU, Georgia. Oh, sheesh. I got to go. I got to go. I got to go, Georgia. I got to go, Georgia. You'll take Georgia. I got to go Georgia. Dang. I hate that. I hate to do that to OU. <laughs> Dang. But, but, I, but, but to me, besides, when I think of Oklahoma, I think of Kyler Murray and I think of the wide receiver, Brown. That's all mm-hmm. I think about that team. I think that they're well, 
they're a well-built team for the Pac-12, for the Big 12, but I don't think that they're built to play outside of the Big 12, if that makes any sense. I think Georgia's more of a a, 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 a well-built out-of-conference team to be able to 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 contain Tyler Murray, I should say. Tyler Murray. Oklahoma was built, they was built tough enough to smack UCLA around. Well, everybody's smacking UCLA around, so that's hey, not hey, even, hey, you hey, can't hey, even, hey, you hey, can't hey, even hey. use that as an example. <laughs> hey, hey, let, hey, let the record show we did beat, we did beat Oklahoma when they had Adrian Peterson. Well, the past Just is the past. Know. We talking about the present. You got the great Chip Kelly, and you should at least have at least you should at least be going to a bowl and i don't even think that's about to happen but i digress we're gonna move on (laughs) (laughs) georgia texas who you got i got georgia georgia i got georgia do you think now here's the talk do you think texas is real because everybody, like Texas lost one game. Now they, 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 they reeled off a couple games, and everybody's like, Texas is back. Texas is back. Do you think Texas is back? No. Texas is not back. They haven't been back for a while. And if you put Maryland on their schedule again, they're going to lose to Maryland again. And that's, and that's what I wanted you to bring up. You cannot lose to a Maryland team twice in back-to-back years. And just because you went on a little run here, and you, you did knock off Oklahoma, but again, Oklahoma is only has Kyler Murray and Brown. So it kind of, and then it was a shootout. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it was any defense being played on either side. So I, I don't think Texas is back either. So you got Georgia, Michigan. Who you got? Georgia, I can't stand Michigan. Oh, God, I can't stand them. And see, I, I kind of tolerated Michigan just because it's the big house. But now that Hallball is there. I'm, I'm right along with you. He's just an irritant, and I, I just can't root for him or, or take him serious. So the big, I'm like kind of just indifferent that, about that, the big that, twist. That Michigan and Notre Dame game, though, that was a good game. Yeah, it was. It was, and and the right team won. We're we're gonna get there. So now you got Georgia and LSU, the rematch. Oh, 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 oh. The rematch. So Who you got? I, it's safe to say we know who you picking, right? Oh, no doubt. It's already happened. Is there somebody? The, 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 the writing is on the wall. What that, that, and it was decisive, thirty-six to sixteen. Right, right, right. Um, man, I think, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think it would be a game like that. Um, I, I'm gonna have to go with LSU. I'm gonna have to go with LSU. So now we get into so we didn't, LSU LSU too hype right now. They got a lot of Kool Aid in their system. So, they hype. Yeah, I mean it, they're they're doing what nobody expected them to do. We talked about that all preseason and and I was adamant about my team. I kept telling you my team is going to be good. They're going to be good. They're going to be good. And you was like, go to their their schedule is pretty tough. I don't know if they're going to make it. And I was I was even in the category of saying. They're going to be good, but the schedule is kind of tough, so we have to see maybe they'd be 10-3 and three or something. I mean, you know, 9-3 and three or something like that. But I didn't think nobody saw this coming, and I'm, I'm proud of my nah. Titans. Nobody I, saw this I, coming. I didn't see it at all. I actually I actually had Miami. I thought Miami was about to be wearing a gold chain all damn game. Nah, I knew that. I knew Man. it was going to beat them. I knew it was going to beat them. That We just we just have Miami number for some reason. But nobody throw the whole, to throw the whole Florida away. Just throw them away. Just cut it off. <laughs> yeah, it, just throw, just throw it, them away. Let it go float down to Cuba. Huh? We can part of Cuba. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Make sure 
Florida State is ahead of. Go it all the way. So, so you got here's so we already agreed that Bama, Clemson, and Ohio State would be the number two, the number two and three team. I mean, the number one yeah. through three team, right? Yeah. So now yes. you got a head-to-head matchup with LSU and Notre Dame for the fourth spot. Oh my God, Goldie! I'm gonna tell you right Who now. Who you I taking? Oh we. Where's that game at? It's it, it's a neutral game. We're gonna play at a neutral site. Oh, that's still an advantage for Notre Dame. <laughs> so you so you're saying Notre Dame would beat LSU right now. So your final four would be Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. Just the way it's sit right now. No. I'ma go with LSU. I'm gonna go with LSU. And the only reason why I'm going with LSU because I did see, even though I think Notre Dame is a is a solid is a solid football team, mm-hmm. they semi struggle with Michigan, and I think Michigan is trash. Okay. So I'm gonna give it to LSU. And the way and the way LSU has been dominating their opponents is like they got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they got something to prove. But think about and that and that would be that would be, besides the Georgia game, that would be the biggest. That would be the biggest game until they bump into we know who Alabama. Yep. And I we gonna beat Alabama. I, I know every no. And I'm saying it from a. I'm saying it from a. Well, I'm saying it from a fandom standpoint, but I'm also saying it from a bias perspective because it's the unknown of what. Amsminger is going to put on the field as far as offensive wise. We already know Bama. Bama beats everybody, but when you pack it in the box, Bama is totally dominant. But when you spread them out and and make tempo, Bama seems to struggle with that. And I want to see if that's going to play. Will Tua need be healthy? I mean, it's a lot of question marks that I have. Do I think we have a shot at it? Yes. Do I think that we're going to win it if history shows? Shows his ugly face, then no. Let me tell you, let me tell you something right now. There's four people in this world that I love to see upset. That's Coach K, uh-huh. Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, and Nick Saban. Oh, I love to see them upset. So what's the uh, issue with Philip Rivers? What you don't like about Philip Rivers? Oh, he's a, he's a, he plays for the Chargers. He's part of a, a rival team, oh. and I love it. He turns red so fast when he's upset. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see them upset, boy. Ah, uh, I don't have any. Bama's probably my only one that I just want to see just lose. The Yankees, I want to see just lose and, and be dominated. Um, it used to be San Fran when the Saints was in the same division, but I'm a bias to them now, so I probably don't have two, and I don't really have nothing against, um, everybody seems to hate New England, but I mean, I'm indifferent about them. It just it just astonishes me how they can plug and play and still be competitive with them. Well, I would say, I would say this, if, if, if the Saints would have took care of their goddamn business, then we probably would have been looking at the Saints versus uh, Patriots Super Bowl. Say, man, stop bringing up old stuff, man. I need you to. We talk about the now, man. We're not bringing up the past. <laughs> you want to <laughs> bring pull, whip, whip that bandaid off? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think so? Who wins the Pac-10? The Pac-10. 
Pac-12. I keep saying the 10. Pac-12. Uh, it's going to be uh, Washington. You think Washington's going to win it? Yeah, they're going to win it. You don't think Oregon has a shot? It's going to come down to one of them. I can't stand either one of them. Because <laughs> Washington is, is just going to let us down again. That's the thing. Like Being a Pac-12 fan, you know, being a UCLA fan, of course, I hate, hate everybody. everybody. But outside of... But but outside of the Pac-12, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 for them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm for them. But they always let us down. Washington definitely let us down. Oregon, Oregon they had a run. They had a run. They got the most jerseys in sports history, but they let us down too. So let me ask this question before we get up out of here on the college football playoff fiasco that's about to happen. We know it's about to be a fiasco. Because yep. Ohio State could possibly lose, Clemson could possibly lose. Everybody, we all agree that anybody below Bama has the possibility of losing. Now, if you have more two lost teams, right? If you have more uh-huh. two lost teams, and say you only have two one lost teams, right? Uh-huh. Well, I say they have three. Let's say if Alabama, or Ohio State, and Clemson all finish with one loss, uh-huh. right? And Notre Dame, the way Notre Dame schedule plays, look like they're going to have one loss, okay? Uh-huh. Do you take, say, if say like an LSU or Michigan or Texas or Georgia, and must it be a conference champion, and do they have, do they have to have only one loss to jump Notre Dame? If the playoffs started today, to jump Notre Dame, Notre Dame was on the outside, right? No, Notre Dame's on the inside right now. Oh, no, it's oh, Alabama, no, no, no. Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame right now. Oh, so, are, are you talking about as of right now? Because I had LSU over Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, like, for an example, say like LSU has, they already beat three top top twenty, three top ten teams, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They lost two. They stumbled against Florida in Florida. Right now, Florida mm-hmm. is ranked number 11, and they're still climbing. You got Georgia. They beat Georgia, and Georgia's going to climb back up. With a resume mm-hmm. like that, and, and say Michigan, Michigan stumbled against Notre Dame. If Michigan run the tables and, and somehow lose to Notre Dame, and they get two losses, but they played quality. If you played a quality schedule, should the quality of schedule play into the playoff committee uh, to allowing a two-loss team to make the playoffs versus that one-loss team, Notre Dame. Because I don't, I look at Notre Dame's, I look at Notre Dame's schedule, and it doesn't impress me to the point where I'm like a one-loss team shouldn't jump them, or a two-loss team shouldn't jump them. No, the schedule, the, the schedule definitely matters. So, uh, you think it's going to play that way, though? Do you think the committee is yeah, going to actually it, play it, it that way? It is. It is. That's why. I, that's why I feel like LSU might get in there. I, I don't know. I, I, it's a more impressive. It's a more impressive resume as yeah, of right now. But they're gonna hold. But then you don't think they're gonna hold conference championships. So say if they lose to Alabama, and then they run the table the rest of the way. So they finish ten and two. That means you didn't beat three top ten teams, multiple. Wait, multi- Notre Dame was not, Notre Dame. Wait, Notre Dame. Wait, did they get a conference? No, they are, they're not in the conference. That's what I. That's why I bring this argument up because they're not in the conference. Yeah, so, so if, the, if, if they're not, that's my argument. You hit it. Right, that's my argument. So if they don't have to win a conference, why should anybody else have to win a conference to be able to make the playoff? That's the point that I'm making. 
Well, the the favor should go into it should go towards the team that is inside of a conference. Exactly. That's the point. That's, that that's all making. it is. Now the basketball team is in the conference, right? They're in the Big East, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So so until the football team, oh, uh, stubborn ass, find a conference, then no, that should be uh, that should be counted against them, right? Unless wait, but unless they do schedule some quality teams. I mean, you, you look at that schedule right now. The only top, only team that they beat of work is Michigan at this point, and that's that's not gonna do it. That's not gonna do it. When and, LSU had, when LSU has beaten, has beaten um, Georgia, Miami, and who else? And Auburn at the time, right? And Auburn. And then you, but you think about it. There's other like they're getting ready to play 22 ranked Mississippi State, and then and you, you and, and y'all still have to play Bama. I still got to play Bama. But my thing is, if history shows itself and LSU lose to Bama, I think they're out of it. That's who. That if okay, let's put it like this. But I, but I think y'all, they shouldn't be out of it. Y'all lost to y'all lost to Florida, right? Correct. If y'all lose to Florida, you, if y'all lose, if y'all win, if y'all went out but lose to Florida, I mean not lose to Florida, but lose to Bama, that two loss LSU team should still be better than that that Notre Dame one loss team. And that's the point. But I, I'm of favor, and I'm not just speaking of LSU because that's my team. I'm saying it for everybody that's behind them because. They're not in the conference, and they only beat Michigan at this point. And I yeah. and I and I have right now, I have, I have the Northwestern game circled on my schedule. I have the Florida State game circled on my schedule. The Florida State is just being so you bad. Got, you, you 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 erase that circle. But <laughs> I have Syracuse schedule. I, those are the two main games that I have on my schedule circled: Syracuse and Notre Dame. That's the only hopes. USC, they're gonna they're gonna smash USC. They're gonna smash Navy. But and I say that because they just played a pit team 14-19. They just skated out of there. You know, so and they changed quarterbacks. So I'm just anti Notre Dame, if you can tell. Oh yeah, everybody hate Notre Dame. But everybody ain't Notre Dame because they that that non conference that really I hate I hate that they get to schedule anybody they want to schedule. Mm-hmm. They got their own TV deal. <laughs> yep. But I, if you think about the teams that that has to that has to go through the changes of a conference because the conference is ebb and flow. Like Kentucky right now, Kentucky was not a, a factor the last three years, but now all of a sudden that they are. And in but your, you know in what? Your, I don't want conference. I don't want to be a hypocrite because I, I I'm the one that say that um, that when it comes to the SEC, that's what they use in their arguments for when it comes to the playoffs or when it comes to to ranking the the, the top five through ten teams. That the SEC a play it has the strongest conference, therefore they get the extra. They, well, they get the extra nine. And I'm like, it's like they they forget about the they they forget about the other top cats in the other conference. But I mean, if that you, they never. But you can't. But you can't. And I, I agree with the argument. I agree with the premise of the argument. But if you got Alabama ranked, you got LSU ranked, you got Georgia ranked, you got Florida ranked, you got Kentucky ranked, you got A and M ranked, you got Mississippi State ranked. That's a lot of ranked teams at the midway point. That it it's, just, it's a lot of it's a lot of ranked teams, but I'm I'm talking about as far as scheduling. 
when y'all start off playing Savannah State, yeah, and I'm like, I was, instead of instead instead of playing Savannah State, come nah, over here and play Washington State, or come over here and play Oregon. Now nah, I agree with you 100 percent with that. I, I just think they should not play any. If you're not in a Power Five, play a Power Five team. Take them other teams off your schedule. You know, or put a I'll put an 18 playoff in place, a 16 playoff like I like. Put that in place and 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 move it on. But Ohio I say, State, I say I say eighteen. Nah, that's too much football. I would say six. I would say all five five conference champions, all five conference champions make it, and one wild card team, and just one okay. wild card team. And the first, the, the, the number one and number two team gets a bye, and two through, I mean three through four, um, no, sixteen, four through six play each other. And start the playoff that way, right? Because I just okay. it's just too much football for to put those kids into an eight game. You play twelve games, then you want to tack on eight more. You know that's that's too much football. So if you if you finish one and two, and you win your conference, then you get a bye. You know, I just think that's the fair way. And then if you really want to be in that power five, just pile them all up in there. If you want to take all them teams, just pile them all up into five conferences. Every last. Do away with everybody else. Keep the power five, and everybody pile up into that in those five conferences, and let's see how it all play out. I think that's the fairest way to do it. Would it ever, okay. would it ever happen that way? I doubt it. But we gonna get up out of here. We gonna get up out of here, man. I appreciate you coming through for me. Smash. We'll catch you on the Rebbe uh, next week, man. Hope everything, how everything you got going on is, is taken care of. We'll get you back next week. Any closing shots? I know you got some closing shots before you go. Yeah, man. I just want to let Smash know, like, you got to chill out on the pillow talk. I know he took tonight <laughs> off strictly the pillow talk. That's cool. But we don't need to hear about it. Smash. Come get him. Don't worry about it, Smash. I'm going to get him back on the show so you can get your get back next week, man. I, I, we can't let him get them kind of shots off. <laughs> pillow talk. Make sure that you guys hit us up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, join the Facebook group. There's always some stimulating conversation going on in there. Um, we want to hear from you guys. We want to talk about what you guys want to talk about. The pillow talk issue was the, the hot topic this week, so we definitely wanted to talk about it. And fellas, pillow talking, we know we're doing it, but keep it to yourself. Do it with your wife, not your not your side piece or the other bra that you just met in the club. So, well, right. with that being said, much love, and we out. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership, I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D, light year groove. Well, all right.